put your name on it. Just put your name on it. That's all I say. Be a man or a woman. Put your name on it. It just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over again. They're just not going to want that. Run through a motherfucker face. Then you don't have to worry about them no more. Mary Lou Gamba, a comedian who opened for me in Bellevue, Washington, and I think is now defunct. Is it is. Parlor Live closed? Mm-hmm. It was packed. How does that happen? I don't know. I was, it's closed. I'm you sad. You want your cousin to stay alive? Get Jay Moore's in town every weekend. You sell out. <laughs> you're really funny, Mary Lou. Thank you. I think you're like the person who maybe believes that the least. Oh, well, I'm working on it. Good. You're right. You're, you're freaking funny, <laughs> and you got balls of steel, and you used to be a circus... Freak. Volunteer? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm a juggler. I used to juggle and go to juggling conventions around the country, and then I volunteered for a circus for 13 years. I actually have their logo tattooed on my leg. It was a good time. There's a lot to unpack there. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. First of all, juggling conventions. Yeah, it was great. The definition of convention... <laughs> Festival. ...would be like, uh, there's like the convention oven, there's a, conve- a, a gathering... Yeah, I, I have the like thing in my head like, at conventions where people go like a learning annex. Yeah, and like real estate tips. Are there like juggling tips? There, there were um, there were workshops. Uh, there were shows. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, just picture a gymnasium full of like eight hundred sweaty, smelly people and balls and clubs and knives and torches flying through the air. Chainsaws. And yeah, everything. And then there was a, yeah, there was a little uh, workshops and um, how old were you when, you when you realized <laughs> I love juggling? Well, I think I was 28. I started That's pretty late in the game. You know why I started? Yeah, I started everything late. I started comedy at 47, so I'm like a late bloomer in everything. How, how long have you been in comedy? How old are you? I'm 52. I've been doing it. Um, it'll be six years next month. You're way ahead of the curve, sweetheart. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I know, like, in the Pacific Northwest, there's not as many spots as, like, New York has the most uh-huh. spots. Like, you do three spots a night sometimes. Or, like, L.A.'s heart. If you're starting comedy now, it's, like, impossible. Yeah, it's... it's I didn't get any... I, I have one gig tonight, and I had a gig last week. Um, but I tried all the open mics, and I, they, they're a lottery, and I just sit there watching three hours of comedy and not getting up. But that's okay. Tonight comedy. I'm in the belly room. At the comedy store, yeah. yeah. I was doing air quotes because comedy, people can't see us, so <laughs> I was putting comedy in quotes because open mics, it's just... Yeah, but i got to work stuff out. It's fun to meet people. You're the sweetest. <laughs> so 28, you realized you love, love juggling. No, here's... Do you want to know why I really started? That's what I'm asking, yeah. Okay. I was dating a guy. I lived in Tallahassee. I went to college in Tallahassee. <laughs> How come every story about, like, jackpot or destitute starts with, I was dating a guy. Well, Next thing you know, I'm at a biker gangbang doing that. That's just a compilation. A compilation. I was dating a guy. I was dating a girl. I was dating a guy. I was dating a girl. I was dating a guy. I was dating this chick. Yeah. This dude. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm living under a bridge. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm at a juggling convention in Tallahassee. I kind of almost, yeah. All right, so that's the abridged. I was dating a guy whose roommates were jugglers. 
and I hated them. I hated jugglers. I hated them. They were annoying and obnoxious. <laughs> I did. What do you know about jugglers? They were obnoxious. They were, we would go to like uh, bars and and they would just talk about um, juggling and role playing games. Yes. They did, and I had nothing to contribute, and I always hated no, them. That's why they talk about it. No one has anything to contribute. Right. It's fucking the juggling shop talk. <laughs> and then I had a birthday party, and one oh. of them came, and there was this pretty girl that he taught to juggle, and she picked it up right away, and I got really jealous, and I was like, give me those fucking balls. <laughs> and I picked it up in like two hours, and I was addicted. Because <laughs> I'm really athletic, I really... <laughs> you- so what's the most amount of like tennis balls you could juggle? I you used, know? well, in, my, in the peak, I could do five. That's crazy. I can't do five anymore. I could do four now. And I don't, <laughs> I don't practice anymore. And I could do four four clubs. I could do torches and knives. And, and I like to balance things on my chin. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes I'm leaving on the table. Because I don't know you that well. Right. Um, so you open for me. This is, this is what I love about comedy. And that's not why you're on. I'm talking about juggling. Did you, I literally found that out right before we went to air. And I was like, whoa. You might want to talk about that on the air. I hated jugglers. That's what you said. I did. But like as a race, no, just I, I guess just hated just not those, those two guys. Oh, ju- I hated those two guys. I hated jugglers. That's what you said. I did, but now <laughs> I love jugglers. It's and I have one tattooed on my leg. Let me see these tattoos. Well, my legs the are circus tattoo. I didn't. Show. Oh, I don't want to see that. No, I'm kidding. I can't. These are too. T- what is that right there? It's a goddess. It's the bottom of a, the juggler. Well, don't pull the whole thing off. I got you it. Can't I get got the, there. And we got oh, some so juggler cute. butt. She's juggling garlic, a torch, and a daisy. A garlic because you're Sicilian? Yeah, well, because I love garlic. And you got oh the, uh, don't, don't worry about it, it's audio only. And this Mary is, Gamba, not this Gamba. is the logo of Circus Contraption that I worked for for 11 years. That took a long time, all that black and that stuff. Yeah, it was painful. Very painful. So why did you stop doing it as like something all the time that you love? Because I got, I actually had a, I had a day job. Is every part of your life a... Uh, Catalog via tattoo. Basically, yeah. This so was because part, this uh, was you your right wrist. <laughs> no, to show me the legs. Tendinitis. Um, this oh. was this is from the circus, and this is from comedy. Have fun. And then Have this fun. is my parents. There's all my tattoos. Oh, you just saw my that's parents. Why they are That's movie beautiful. Stars. Isn't that beautiful. She looks like Jackie O. Yeah, yeah, my mom was a gorgeous. Tattoo. I know. Anyway, um, I don't know. What was the question? The question was, what you stopped because of tendonitis. Oh, I had a day job, and I was really addicted to juggling. I was doing, like, six, eight hours a day, and, like, it was a lot of typing, and my wrist got fucked up, and it didn't pay, so I went with typing. What do you think is the most a juggler can make? Like, you know... There's, like, the upper, 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 like, the Gallagher... There's a couple that Money. work in like uh, Vegas and yeah. have shows. I have no idea what the a most million bucks probably they can make. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they draw. So like, what's middle class income for a juggler? Like eight grand a year. Ron Pearson. Ron Pearson. Yeah, he makes good money. I don't know how much my juggling. That's a me. high middle class. It's Ron Pearson. He does audience warm up. I don't know how that is. He's a. I'm telling you, he's okay. a comic. He does audience warm up. He's great at it. And he's like. Uh-huh. You gotta keep their attention for like six hours, eight hours. So oh like, my god, that they'll is. They'll start awesome. juggling like way late in the show and they're like, whoa, now we're awake. We didn't know you could do that. Right. Because they're a real tall, handsome white guy, Brian Pierce. I don't know any black jugglers. <laughs> the church just chimed in here themselves, huh? The church is like, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure. Oh, and I do. You went to juggling conventions and yeah. you had to go, so many. Wow, I don't know if I've ever seen a. Black juggler. No, there was one that I met at my first big juggling convention. In Ohio. In Ohio? That was in Vegas in 1995. (laughs) And the first thing he said to me was, Hi, I'm Ungayo, the Chocolate Mountain of Joy. (laughs) 
Is he, he a big heavy guy? He's a big tall dude. He's a comedian too. He's really funny. He lives in uh, Sacramento. Ngayo. Ngayo. What's Bilo. up, buddy? Respect. Yeah, he's great. So, how many jugglers would you say you've seen in your life, even like from across the way in a convention center? Thousands? Well, I went to several. Yeah, I went to several. So, out of thousands of jugglers, <laughs> you can name a black juggler you saw. Oh, I'm lot. sure more, but that's the first no, but thing but I thought. You, you can't even catalog it after having seen them. Why does it matter? <laughs> because it's fascinating to me that like no black people juggle. There's I, more black hockey players in the NHL there's, than there are black jugglers. I haven't done Why it. does it matter? Nothing matters. I haven't gone to festivals in a while, so I don't know, but you're, you're probably right. There was a, when I started. There weren't that many women either. Like I would walk. Well, yeah, because the they knew their place back then. Now it's a different time. Different, it was a different time. <laughs> Nothing matters. I just realized that I'm pointing it out. So do you? T- I don't remember you talking about juggling and being in the circus on I, stage. I don't. Everybody thinks I should. So maybe I'll start because every time I why talk wouldn't people, you? It actually happened to you. Um, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll work it in somehow. I don't know. When you worked at a, was, is there like an actual bearded lady at the circus? <laughs> no, no, there wasn't. Any um, sideshow people? It was this circus was awesome. They they didn't use animals. They uh, they had a really great band. And then, then they I'm just not did... going. <laughs> I go to animal only circuses. There's no animals. I want an abused elephant with his ribs showing, <laughs> wearing a leopard fur coat. Because that leopard didn't listen. They dressed like it. Being a cuckold, being humiliated by some guy with a chair and a whip. Well, you're getting That's closer to the circus without the animal part, though. Yeah. There, were, there were some kinky parts to this. They were pretty, pretty like naughty Jim at times. like sideshow. Well, it was naughty. Uh, well, oh, they had no a couple animals. acts that okay. were. There were a couple acts that were pretty sexual and. Like, what's a naughty sexual act? Um, circus. Okay, well, if there's no, if there's no animals, one of the, the acts, the sexual stuff. All right, one of the acts was this little. Thank you. Oh, whatever. No, I'm listening to you. I just had to get my joke off the ground. <laughs> like, where's the sexual stuff if there's no animals? Uh, I can't remember the details of the act, but they were. Um, there was like a little cafe scene and the table so the gals would lie on their back with their legs up and the bottom of the table had like a sex toy and then they put it into the gal and they were like they held the table up with their the vagina muscles and they put like the the legs of the table inside the women just one like the like the surface of the table like like the one leg yeah just the one leg one leg per and the mentor yeah with the four ladies well I don't know I think there were two in this act an uneven table (laughs) I've seen some like balance stuff out of their vagina, spinning stuff, and it's pretty cool shit. Now, what if I bring like my sons to the circus and we have a seat where we're just staring down the barrel? The circus is defunct. It's not that this okay. particular one isn't there anymore. Yeah, I, but I, that's not all they did. There was some really. Oh, there was a lot of talent. You're not saying anything. Well, that's a talent. Come on, I, I could support a table in my asshole. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet, he says. All that practice. Yeah, I'll, I've been practicing a while. Why'd you cover your mouth? Like you didn't need to shit on me in a good joke, Corey. So, what was the first place you ever did stand up? Like that's to start at forty eight. You gotta have brass 47. balls. Forty seven. Okay, well here's the the real story. I did start. Okay, I took a comedy class probably when I was forty one. A friend of mine took a class, and she's like, "We need people to come to the show and support." So I went and I supported her. And, uh, and then I made friends with a teacher and I, that I thought, well, let me try this class. So I took it two or three times over like six years 
And I would do one open mic a year, and I would chicken out. It was, like, terrifying. I so you hated did do, it. You didn't do one open mic a year, then? I, no, I did one, and then I would, like, oh, not go again. go back. And then um, six, almost six years ago, I found this open mic that was just really, the gal was really sweet, and she just kept, I just need a little nurture. She just kept going, you're funny, come back, come back. And every week she invited me back, and, and I just, that's what I did. I would take a whole week to write my little three-minute set, and then I would go back, and then I started doing other mics, and now I'm everywhere. So that was, I officially called my start date six years ago because that's when I started grinding, you know. I do know. Yeah. It's interesting because like, you're the only comedian that listened to reason by not going back. Because when you're on stage, it's like, <laughs> this is awful. This is awful. And we all get off stage like, oh, that was terrible. When can I do this again? Like, uh, you're the only person actually that I know that actually listened to logic <laughs> on stage and went, that was awful. You coming back? No. Yeah. And a year went by and you're like, hmm something about it you like it was like a new year's resolution i'd be like all right i'm gonna do it this year i'm gonna start and i would go in january up once like when people go to a gym and i <laughs> and then i'd be terrified and i'd never come back yeah. isn't it weird gyms are closed new year's day huh gyms are closed new year's day oh no they're not are they oh, i just made all that up i haven't gone to the gym in well, years, i go to the gym so. on new year's day and the door's locked <laughs> and it says closed <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of black jugglers, but you can name one out of 10,000. There's probably more. Who cares? Who are any black jugglers? What is the deal with white people hoarding all the juggling things? But you went back. Buddy Hackett said to me once, think about how talented you are. That with 0.1% of your actual talent being used, somebody said, why don't you come back? Like, think about that. Like, the first time you went on stage, it was an abject disaster. I'm assuming because you didn't want to go back. It was well, like you killed and were like, I'm done with that. The yeah. first time was good because it was a comedy class and all my friends came to support the final night. So why do you think you didn't go back after that? That's very supportive, a lot of nurture. Uh, I don't know. I was really terrified. It's Fear scary. Fear of success. Hmm? Fear of success. No, I think it was more, I really like, um, I'm pretty social, right? And so at first when I started going, nobody would talk to me and it was really hard. And, um, and I just needed, I just need like a little encouragement or like a little like, hey, acknowledgement. And people just don't do like that. Them. Yeah. And then once people started doing that, um, uh, it felt a little better. And now I do that to all new comics I see. I just like try to be really nice because it really sucks to walk into a room and about to shit your pants and no one's talking to you. It's just hard. It's weird. I don't know why it happens. Like I was thinking about you and me recording today when I dropped my son off at camp. And I realized it's not the norm, I don't think, to meet an opener and like just be friends right away and just stay friends. I don't know. I don't think that's a regular thing. Like Aries has it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like there's a couple guys that do it. But it's like, I don't know any other way that it possibly could sustain my success, like my inside happiness, mm-hmm. without like me, you, Aldo. There was another kid on the show. I forget his name. but like, Oh, J.R. Berard. Yeah. He was really funny. Yeah. Like, we were just all... He was really funny, actually. He loves you. I love him. <laughs> we were all in that green room, and it was just... When I need you guys to get out, I'm like, get out. Because I have to, like... Yeah, yeah. I have to, like, actually not talk. Cause I've been, yes, I got yelled at to get out once. <laughs> at first, you're like, I can't stay, I can't stay. Then you're like, I can't leave. <laughs> so it's kind of sweet. But the only reason I kick people out, for lack of a better expression, is I'm incapable of not talking if anybody else is in my gotcha. eyeline. Yeah. I will not stop. I am a fucking dog with a chew toy. <laughs> I'm relentless. Like, Corey gets kicked out of my dressing room on TV shows. Uh-huh. So I'll just do, like, movie quotes. 
Yeah, you were a chatty guy, but it's right. I can't stop. It's like a mania I get at any connection. Like, yeah, I know about needing that nurture because I'm like insatiable validation addict. And so I have to like, then I make myself sick. And I'm like, everybody's got to get out. I'm not liking me. It's not you, it's me. I really like um, direct too. I like, I like just get you out. Gotta, and I'm you like, get out. like no, seriously, get your shit and go. That works for me. It's totally cool. So did you ever go to camp as a kid? Because I dropped my son off at this fucking nuts camp. Did you go to camp? Never went to camp. Yeah, but it was day camp. I never went. I, I don't, they didn't care about you. Yeah, that's kind of what I... Well, they care about us. But it goes with day camp where they didn't care about you. Now it's different. Now they, like, really care. Like, yeah, all over you. It's all about the kids' safety. When I went to camp, it was, like, at my grammar school. <laughs> yeah. And just went and, like, kickball. It was a park next to the school. Yeah, it'd be, like, board games and some kickball. Yeah, I think my middle school, during the summer, we'd go and hang out for a few hours. But it wasn't, like, an official go-away camp. But there was people, like, there was grown-ups there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grown-ups. I don't know what we were doing. I can't my son does fitness by the sea, okay? He's eight years old. <laughs> It's in the Palisades, which is between Santa Monica Pier and Malibu. Jesus. It's all beach. Okay, check this out. Have you seen my son? He's beautiful, yeah. He looks like a defensive tackle. Uh-huh. He, yeah, he's he a big boy, right, right. The name is what drew me in, but that's not why I stayed at the party. I dropped him off this morning. They're playing soccer on the beach with goals set up on either side. So there's like five-on-five soccer with a grown-up on each team. Uh-huh. So it's four-on-four four with kids. Um, there are... Uneven parallel bars. There are rings, mm-hmm. like the Olympic, like gymnast stuff. Right. There is a trampoline where you go through pads into a giant like ball pit filled with just like foam. Huh. There is. You mean like where you're? I don't get it. Where you're jumping? There. Like you jump off the trampoline. Uh, oh, and you go land through. In the... Like you have to plow through like pads. That sounds fun. And knock them all over to land into the soup, which is like the whole thing of foam, like right, a big right. ball pit of foam. And that's like 10 feet high. Uh-huh. Oh, by the way, the fucking ocean. <laughs> this all takes place. You could throw a tennis ball into the ocean because whenever they want, they grab boogie boards, paddle boards, or just their bodies, and they just go into the ocean and swim. And there's dolphins 30 feet from my son. Wow. And I'm like, this is, if this was... $5,000 for two weeks. Uh-huh. I don't know anybody that could afford it that would turn it down for a kid. Yeah, yeah. And you can bring people in from like New Jersey, Pennsylvania, <laughs> North Kakalaka, and Compton. <laughs> like your kid is just in the ocean and there's, it's like a two to one grown up to kid ratio. Like there's just, and the lady down on the beach has a mic like a bingo caller. She goes, okay, we're playing volleyball next to the soccer. <laughs> and you guys like this song? What do you call a deer with no eyes? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my God. So, like it's a non-stop like MC going. It's so cute. I'm like this. If it was five thousand, it's called Fitness by the Sea. I don't get a penny for this. I'm not gonna get a free day of camp. Hey, maybe. But I'm telling you, look it up. Fitness by the Sea. The website was just like, oh yeah, kids are in the ocean. Like it is just talk about a circus. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's why we brought up the circus. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I was just there. Is he? Is it every day or is it just? Yeah. For how long? From 9 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. Every day. He comes home, he looks Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) And by the time he sleeps and wakes up in the morning, somehow a little lighter than the night. My son gets around from the boogie down. Like, I got this red skin, this Irish Ferguson skin. Do you know the story about my mom talking about my skin? 
What? When I was like my mom, when uh-huh. I was fifteen, she goes, "Let me see your hands." Right before dinner, she goes, "Let me see your hands." She goes, "Let me see." Let me see. She goes, "You have Ferguson hands. You have my father's hands. Uh-huh. Your father has such." Faggy fucking hands. Oh my god, really? Dinner's ready. Jesus! I sit right next to my dad at dinner. I'm just staring like this rice paper stretched over pearls. Like faggy, white collar hand. I'm just staring at my dad's hand like... And I'm going like this with my hand like next to his hand like... You fucking faggy hand. Those are beautiful hands. No, she's saying I had nice, beautiful... Oh, and your dad... Ferguson hands. My father, Mr. Moore. Okay. Faggy fucking hands. Jeez. (laughs) And I'm just like... <laughs> Dinner's ready. It almost sounds like my household growing up. How <laughs> many brothers? You have a big family? Not too big. Just one brother, one sister. Yeah, that's it. That's me too. Oh, um, but my mom had sixteen brothers, brothers and sisters. Good God, yeah. your grandmother's. She's well. Regine. She's gone. Yeah. Well, way to kill the joke. <laughs> as as, what an asshole! The joke's in the cellar. Like, like she's God. dead now. So is my mom. <laughs> Your mom's mom must have. She's dead now. I pulled, I pulled a hamstring stop in that joke. Well, you said it like in present tense, so I was like, well, anyway. Your grandmother's vagina had a drawstring. <laughs> there you after go. After 16 kids. <laughs> so you never went to camp as a kid? No. <laughs> don't you wish you did? I did. No, I don't know. It was fun in the summer. I was, a, I was a loner. I spent a lot of time alone. Lived in South Florida. We had a pool. I would just wake up every morning and jump right in the pool. Where in South Florida? Fort Lauderdale. I grew up there. Lottie Dottie. Lottie. Uh, we called it Fort Lickerdale. The locals. Holla. I like it there. By the morning, Jersey. That's why you say water. Uh, yeah. <laughs> say it the right way. Water. South Amboy, Jersey. My parents are from Manhattan. Southside Johnny and the Jukes. That's that big water tower when you go over that weird Thomas Edison Bridge. Uh, trust me. Well, I was little. I trust you. I don't um, M-A-R-I-O. How do you say that man's name? Mario. Oh, you say Mario. What, Mario? I would say Mario. Look oh. like Mario Kart. They're like, ah, Mario. My mom would say Mario, but I say Mario. God bless your mom. <laughs> Present tense. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Uh, what's like the weirdest thing you've seen in an open mic? Because like, when we did Last Comic Standing, there was a guy dressed as a banana. Oh, my God. And he goes, I am the banana. Like He's trying to get on Last Comic Standing. You would have been great on that show. Jeez. Did you? You were a contestant, or you like were judge? I created you? the show. You created Last Comic Standing. Yeah, before I knew you. No shit! I know before oh, you God, knew me. Right. No, actually, the show started before, I knew you. before you did stand up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, Damn. you're a baby. I'm a baby comic. Yeah, I'm an old gal, new comic. That's what I tell people because they look at me and they're like, "Oh, you're old, so you must be doing it for thirty years." I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> I don't want them to get the like, wrong impression." Wow, thirty-year veteran sucks. <laughs> I mean, I look old, so I don't want those to be like. Years, you're great. Way fucking better. I don't think. I think. I think you're in the. You're in the like. No matter how long you've been doing it, you're funny zone. So just well, thank you. It's true. I appreciate it. You ever seen like? The, have you ever seen jugglers at open mics and been like, "Hey, no, I used to be you. <laughs> I used to have that weird body odor that is unrecognizable to anybody but jugglers." Oh, there is a there is a juggling bo. There Why is. do they stink so bad? I didn't have it. I don't no, know. Of course you didn't. I don't know. If, maybe just swinging your arms around, <laughs> or not. Maybe because your armpits are pinned in. That is a good point. <laughs> it's it's good to keep it. your elbows by your socket right, too. Right? Yes, that's a it's better form. form. Better arms. <laughs> Why do I know? Keep your arms because if your arms are here, you can't really juggle. <laughs> You're juggling cock. 
something about like that. I can't like the motion. Why can't women? Yeah, this looks like a, why can't women ever simulate a guy masturbating? I'll explain. Okay. I have, two, I have two women in front of me. And Corey's like, huh? What's he doing? I've seen him say pretty much everything. I'm a little stumped. Whenever a woman goes like, what are you gonna do? Stay home and jerk off? They always go like, either they're rolling dice. <laughs> Or they like have a cock over the shoulder, like it makes a big L shape. Like, what are you doing? Go home and jack off, like over your right shoulder, like from your right nipple over that right shoulder. Like, what are you doing? Jack off. I've seen them do it correctly on TV. You do it that uh, way. Yeah, because there's somebody on the script. Oh, telling you what to do. Actually, that's not at all. Anybody would jack off unless they're next to a wall of penis. <laughs> or like, what are you do? Go home and jack off. Like, no. Nobody has an answer for that? I don't think I've ever said that to a man. Okay, I, uh, <laughs> I'm officially a little embarrassed. <laughs> Do you think there's only one soulmate for each person on Earth? No. I agree with you. Yeah, I think there's about a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could find two today. <laughs> two today? Easily. Nice! Wow. wow! I will text you who I found on the phone. I haven't found one yet, but... There's different kinds of soulmates, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about ones that make me feel real funny inside. Oh. <laughs> Would you rather meet me? Oh, you? that? Oh, there's tons of those. Right. But soulmate kind. <laughs> you know, but the soulmate kind. <laughs> Would you rather meet your great-great-grandparents or your great-great-grandchildren? Uh, grandparents. That took a long time. No, I like that you thought about it. You examined that before you answered. <laughs> well, you know, the reason I answered like that is because I, I didn't want kids. I never had kids, so does that make sense? Well, then that would be even better to make great grandkids because you're like, where the fuck do they come from? That's true. That's true. <laughs> somebody, somebody had rented a different uterus than mine, and you guys are little squatters. I don't know how you got on earth because I never had kids. Can you imagine you never had kids and somebody introduced you to your great great grandkids? That'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like my step grandkids. Like no. Now you gotta die trying to figure all that shit out. I just hope they're polite. You're the sweet. <laughs> I just hope when I show up at an open mic where I don't know anybody, they say hi to me. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. You killed it. We're done. We're done. Here. We're done. Well, that that was quick. Well, I don't know. It's forty minutes. No. Yeah, it's ten. It's ten or twelve. Wow. We keep talking. Oh, I, this is delightful. I'm having a yeah, wonderful time. I'm great. <laughs> What is... We don't, have to, we don't have to push it. Yeah, I don't, yeah you don't really <laughs> want to be in that category. Hey, Mary Lou Gamba, give out your socials. Like, what's your, what's your Twitter, your Instagram? Oh, uh, Twitter is at the Loof, T-H-E-L-U-F-E. Why? Because it was a nickname. My, an ex-boyfriend I used to call me Miss Lufa. I don't know why. Miss Lufa. And I thought... Maybe you're my soulmate. <laughs> I thought the Loof was cute. <laughs> Um, my Instagram is marylou.gamba. Um, my uh, Still Gamba. G-A-M-B-A. And uh, my YouTube is, is, is Mary Lou Gamba Comedy. And I have a funny oh, video on there yeah. that I want you guys to watch. I watched your video. Yeah, the sketch. I really thought it was funny. Yeah. I, I thought more than funny, the YouTube channel is what? Uh, Mary Lou Gamba Comedy. And that's G-A-M-B-A. Mary Lou Gamba Comedy. This is what really impressed me about the sketch, because there's... A hundred people like now they're typing in right now at work. Like right now, there's another hundred. I'm telling you. <laughs> what impressed me about the sketch was what a good actress you were. Because I know you played it for the laughs. It's it's a pretty overt. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna give it anyway. It's pretty. It's like a right down the middle conceptually. Uh-huh. Right. But I was completely took by there was real like good nuance and real like good subtle acting. Did you ever take like acting classes or anything? Mm-mm. 
That was like my second time ever acting. I, I, when you were doing it, did you go like, I'm killing this? Or was it in editing where you saw it? Or did you ever feel that? I felt like at the, the one scene in the beginning, I was killing it. I felt very natural. And then <clears throat> throughout, I was like, oh, I feel flat. But the, the director um, cut it together really well because I was feeling like I was like, ugh. No, you weren't um, flat because there's a weird like tension between you and the kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I couldn't figure out like if it was sexual tension <laughs> or if it was one-sided going. And then the joke unfolds. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like I watched that, like when you guys are first saying hey to each other, I'm like, uh-huh. this is really bizarre. <laughs> like to not, as a comedian, to not be able to place what the tension is, uh-huh. that's the most fascinating thing to me. Well, what a compliment. That's cool. I texted you, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. But like two weeks went by, I watched it, I didn't get back to you, and you're uh-huh. like, hey, have you seen my video? <laughs> hey, you, she's dead now. See I my try video. not to nag people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, no, I did. You know, my grandmother's dead. Let's see, watch it. That is my number one defense moving forward. When anybody goes, yeah, your mother, she's dead. (laughs) Just just taking people's legs out. Oh, that's right. Hey, I saw your son the other day. My son died. It's a way to kill a joke. You're right. Just spread it around. You know what someone called me recently? We were at a... The loof. No, they called me the vibe assassin. (laughs) The vibe. Because we were... I was at a comedy festival in Boston with all these women in an Uber, and they were all just going nuts and flirting with the driver. And I and I, I somehow mentioned I used to be a juggler, and they were like, "Way to kill the vibe, Gamba, vibe assassin." That doesn't just get you laid all over the country. Never. Like, by yeah. the way, I used to be a juggler. Yes, I don't know why I brought that up for some reason. There must have been a reason. I was in the front seat. They were a bunch of the yakety assholes. Like, hey, no, no, they were they were sweet. But, You're uh, sweet. Let me tell you something. I don't know why more girls wouldn't get laid by saying, by the way, I'm a juggler. I balance things on my chin. <laughs> <laughs> Juggling, there's a very specific motion and repetition. Yeah, it's never, it's never really worked for me. Well, it should be. <laughs> Do you agree? Like, no, if you, not if you really. A lady goes like, I'm a massage therapist. Like, mm, okay, nice. Uh-huh. nice. All right. Oh, fuck that. I'm a juggler. <laughs> I can take five of you assholes out back. <laughs> Fucking masseuse. I know. She'd have to be an octopus to keep up with you. Oh, that's very funny. I might use that. Can I have it? Yeah, have that. <laughs> well, so, I'm going to use it in my juggling chunk. <laughs> you have a juggling chunk? Oh, I will now. Oh, it's all yours. For real. Mary Lou Gamba. Check out the YouTube channel. Mary Lou Gamba Comedy. And it's not Gamba. 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 What's your middle name? I have poor name. No. Whoa. <laughs> What is your middle name? My name's Mary Louise Gamba. Mary Lou's a nickname. You're adorable. <laughs> and you are, you are exact. If you were doing comedy 25 years, nobody uh-huh. would be like, oh, she's not as funny as I thought for 25. Like, you're just get it through your fucking skull. Thank you. Because it nurtures what you need. I'm going to keep nurturing because this is the podcast where we never should talk comics and it's just about just having fun and just letting people know like, yeah man, it's working. Like, I see you, okay? Thank you. Have at it. Put your name on it. But you say, look, yeah.